Alright, Brother T, I am now looking at my tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. About 10-year-old Pumas. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They, they're uh, gray, but I don't think they started off that color. <laughs> I'm, nice kicks. I'm checking out your shoes. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what these are. Dockers. Dockers. Yeah, I think comfy. they're dockers. Docker. They're comfy. Comfy yeah. doctors. Yeah. Dockers, not doctors. Uh, okay, so we have probably between the two of us, mm-hmm. our shoes in their current condition are probably worth $18. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree. I would agree, my brother. <laughs> so I don't know if we're qualified for this conversation or not, but we're going to have it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, today's topic, mm-hmm. how much is too much? Yes, yes. Can I tell you where it came from? I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear. So I talk to people other than just other pastors. I don't know if people know that or not, but <laughs> pastors do get outside of We're real people. World. We're real people, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Real people. And uh, so somebody was talking about this IG site, right? This Instagram mm-hmm. site. Mm-hmm. And it's called Preachers and Sneakers. And since I've been kind of interested in it, I don't know. It's this uh, not morbid curiosity. That wouldn't be the word. Right. But, but it's like almost eavesdropping mm. i i kind of what are these other dudes doing and it came up uh i teach a couple of small groups but one of the small groups i was teaching it came up and we had a pretty good conversation and it was so funny um that we all me included went around the room and began to check out our shoes <laughs> like do i need to apologize for my shoes right. do i need to Say something about how cheap my shoes are, that kind of thing. So that's how I began this podcast, is talking about how cheap my shoes are. I don't reckon, come on now, I don't reckon I have ever paid for a pair of tennis shoes. I I bet, I'm going to say $50, maybe the highest I've ever paid for a pair of tennis shoes. How about you, Brother Well, you know, I I was thinking about this. Uh, Growing up, we all. I wanted a. I wanted Converse back in the day. Yeah, baby. You know, and it's coming. It's come back. They Converse. have the high yes. tops, even yes. the high tops, yeah. even the high tops. But back in the day, I wanted Converse, but yeah. I couldn't get Converse. And so there was a song that we would sing in East Lake. Buddies, buddies, a dollar ninety nine. Buddies, buddies, make your feet feel fine. Shoes <laughs> <laughs> <was> called buddies. <laughs> I don't know. That's what my buddies called them. <laughs> and so I would wear buddies, buddies from Kmart, and uh, some, they were some they others. were Converse knockoffs. Uh, yeah, they were the knockoff of the knockoff of Converse. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they had a moon on the side instead of a star. <laughs> but I always wanted Converse. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I and and I eventually uh, my sad story. We'll tell it about two minutes. Is I played basketball up through the tenth grade. So the first year back then. Back then, high school was 10, 11, and 12. Okay. I think it's different now or something, but 10, 11, and 12. Mm-hmm. So I was on the varsity team in the 10th grade, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the greatest blow was when it's time to hand out uniforms. You get your uniforms. And then like the first eight guys get, back then, mm-hmm. got these sweet, because I was Saudi Daisy, golden blue, golden blue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these sweet new kicks. These were Converse mm. low tops that yeah. got, got away from the high tops, and they were like a felt. They were like a rough leather. Okay, they were beautiful. Mm. I was number ten. <laughs> <laughs> All these other dudes with these wonderful looking shoes on their feet. I mean, I, if I ever lusted over a pair of shoes, I lusted over those <laughs> pair of shoes. And what did I wear? I did have a pair of. High top white 
Mm. Nikes with the blue star, not Nikes, but Converse with the blue star on the side. Okay. So while in any other situation that mm-hmm. would have been a cool thing, yeah. it's not when all the guys, because immediately you know you're not one of the top eight best right. players on the team. Right. Team I've, of 10, I've got a tear in my eye right now. Team of 10. I was number 10. (laughs) Did you ride the pine, brother? (laughs) I didn't get to ride the bus. Everybody else got to ride the bus. They said, ride with your mama. (laughs) When we had a away game, ride with your mama. Anyway, okay, so enough of that. Mm. Um, This this Preachers and Sneakers, it's Mm -hmm. N, not N-I-N, but N Sneakers. Right. um, Has got some amazing... uh, I'm I'm just going down here to look at them right now. One dude's wearing a seven hundred and sixty dollar pair. Another another preacher now eight hundred and fifty dollars for his tennis shoes. Um, one one cool dude is wearing a belt buckle that is four hundred and thirty dollars. Mm. Uh, and and even some guys you go oh I kind of like this dude. Um, well. His tennis shoes, $700. One great preacher, loved to hear him preach. His hoodie is $1,090. Hoodie, and it's got rips in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I don't get. Come on now, why would you have rips in your $1,000 hoodie? Oh, my God. And I'm going to show you, because I, I, gosh, I, I mean, you can look at it, you can see the names are, but here's a guy that probably more of my friends really like listening to. Check out his sneakers. Okay, you know him. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Yes, yeah. with with tax in Tennessee, those would be eleven hundred dollars sneakers. That's, yeah, unless you bought them wow. tax free weekend, which I'd, <laughs> I'd recommend that you do. Nine hundred and sixty five dollars for that pair of sneakers. And here's the deal: now you're on the tube. You're on right. either a YouTube. You're on uh, your church's live cast mm-hmm. or you are on TV as this guy is on mm-hmm. TV got lots of stations why would you do that right yeah yeah I, I paid $300 for my first used car back in the day $300 wow yeah I can't believe you finally beat me something 325 325 really 325 66 yeah. Ford Falcon 4 door the color was rust uh, that's close what, yeah. I called mine copper really <laughs> <Yeah>. really <laughs> I believe they painted that color to color the rust. <laughs> no, mine was rust. <laughs> oh my! But yeah, yeah three hundred bucks. Of course, that's been a few years. Let's oh, let's go many ahead and say years, yeah. that, that you know, with inflation, right. it could be as much as these tennis shoes. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. So I, you know, uh, I just want to have a conversation about this today. I don't usually you and I come in here and I got a list of talking points and that sort mm. of thing, but I'm really conflicted here, brother. Right. Does it matter that this guy is preaching, got TV, book sales, wearing $1,000 tennis shoes? Uh, Let's just stop right there. Mm -hmm. Who says how much you pay for your tennis shoes? Maybe his wife. I don't know. My wife probably have some input. Yeah. If I were going out buying a $1,000 pair of tennis shoes. But Mm -hmm. if I had as much money as this guy... Mm -hmm. It'd probably like me paying $50 yeah, for a pair yeah, yeah. of tennis shoes. Right. So why does it rub some of us? And I'm saying, I'm a guy who was in ministry for 33 years. Mm-hmm. Um, could not stand it when somebody said something about the car I was driving, the house I was living mm-hmm. in, suit I was wearing, whatever, how yeah. I cut my hair. Right, you know, right. Whatever the deal was. And I had all those over the course of my mm-hmm. ministry. 
I just, I always thought, what business is it of yours? Now that I'm on the outside of the bottle, no longer looking at the label from the inside, mm. but been able to read the bottle from the outside, why does it bother me a little bit that these dudes are wearing $1,000 tennis shoes? I don't know. You know, I was thinking about this on the way to the podcast barn because we really did not have talking points per we did. se and, and really on purpose because yeah, yeah. I, I wanted this to be like a conversation two guys were having right. about something they're struggling with. Now, you may not struggle with it. You probably have just a, a defined way of looking at this and so it's either good it's always bad and that's what i you're wise guy i just wanted to know what yeah uh, yeah i thank you but not no um i you know i look at what the bible says in first timothy six ten. yes where it talks about where paul is talking to young timothy it says that verse that we all know that it's the love of money yes. is the root of all evil not right. money Right. You know, it's often it's, misquoted. Exactly. It, it is the love of money that is the root of all evil. And and it's not wrong, we know that, to yeah. have money. Yeah. You know, the book of James has a lot of uh, scripture there yeah. dealing with finances and money and riches. It's not wrong to have money. I think it's the motivation of your heart. I think if it, if it as you've heard, if it has you instead of, you know, you having it, if that is your driving passion in life. Uh, but I was also thinking about this, Dr. D. You know, we look at a home that someone else might have, and but yet you and I both, I've been into homes, in homes in Jamaica, yeah. uh, on the island of Atiga, um, in Africa. And I'm telling you, um, some of those guys I've flown to the States, and they walk in my home. And and comparatively, do you feel guilty? Not really, because okay, okay. that's what uh, I want. Yeah, because I don't think it's you know, uh, I, as in my heart, I, I don't love you know. It's not overtaking my life, money, and and so I think it's uh, in many ways a subjective thing, you know, because um, of what in their culture, in our culture, my life and their life. Um, I, I've never felt guilty about that, uh, but I can see where they're looking at what I have, and then I might be looking at what X minister has, right. you know. And uh, but that's why I think it just gets right down to what Scripture says: the mm-hmm. love of money. And then also Paul said to be content with what you have, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I can't look at what somebody has. And and be jealous or envious of that. I've got to be content with what I have, mm-hmm. you know. And then you've got that whole other issue with I think it's David Plath that says sell everything you have, you know, yeah. and you know just give it all away. That's right. Uh, I'm not sure he's done that. I was about to say, uh, yeah. Have you ever gone home? Yeah. Had yeah. dinner in his home? No, no. <laughs> and so you know, um, that, that's you know, I just think that that's really when you get right down to it. In my heart, the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, I, here's what I think, and, and I, I I love the fact you quoted that scripture, and I think even the best translation of it that I've ever read was, for the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. Yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. uh, because I think sometimes, you know, maybe if a person uh, is tempted to be unfaithful to their spouse or that sort of thing, probably money doesn't have a lot to do with mm. it, probably. I, I think that, I think what that scripture is saying, be careful because... What you may not be aware that striving after money, making that money, mm-hmm. um, 
will be the source of all sorts of evil in right. your life, yeah. right? Right. And where that might be the case if a person has tried to entrap somebody in a kind of a relationship to get money from them, on at least one side of a relationship, maybe mm-hmm. it is about the acquiring of money. And so what we have to say is probably much, if not most, of evil that's done in the world has somewhere a source of you know, follow the money trail. That's yes. what they always say, follow yep. the money trail, right. what's going right. on. So that's the case with us. So, okay, uh, I'm not even talking about, I, I, I'm not talking about how much money these guys make, mm-hmm. but how they exhibit it, how right. they display it. Yes. Because I know for a fact that lots of people who watch preachers, mm-hmm. I've been in some folks' homes who watched me, mm-hmm. um, man, uh, just dirt poor. Right. Dirt poor. Right. And I never solicited funds from those people, but I mm-hmm. know a lot of these guys we're looking at here on Preachers and Sneakers, they're either selling them something or asking money to support a ministry. Mm-hmm. Okay? So mm-hmm. if I'm asking money and showing you starving kids in Eastern Europe, uh, starving elderly Jewish women in somewhere in Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. trying to get them back to the Holy Land, or African children who are running around barefoot and stomachs extended because of lack of money. Right, right. And I'm asking you to send me money for those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am wearing some shoes that I could wear me a really nice pair of tennis shoes for a whole lot less, knowing full well that you may not be directly putting money in that person's pocket to buy that. Um, but you're going, man, did you do the difference between that $100 pair of tennis shoes and that $1,000 tennis shoes yourself? Did mm-hmm. you help those? And maybe they are. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are. But is it sending a right signal? And again, here's why I'm so conflicted, Brother T, is okay. some days I think that's okay and some days I think that's <laughs> not okay. And certainly it's not my decision. I'm asking, is that a wise decision on their part? And we can go the other direction. My wife accuses me of this all the time. If I'm wearing something in public and somebody says... I hope you're wearing something That's in public, really yeah. a nice shirt. <laughs> yeah. Or that's those are pretty yeah. shoes. i got one lady in the church. Even I went back and spoke there a couple of weeks ago. She came up on the front row, sat down and said, You know I love those shoes. And I said, I thought you'd be here today. I wore them for you. <laughs> <laughs> She's the lady that you and I both know. We've gone on mission trips with her. And she has got... She loves shoes. Ah. And these are not expensive shoes, but right. they are chucka boots that are tan brushed leather. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah. So you can't wear them in the rain. Right, you right. can't anything. So mm-hmm. so if I'm wearing something that'll match, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty day like it was that day, it wasn't going to rain or anything. Right. And I thought that she might be at church. I was mm-hmm. going to see whether or not she reckoned. And sure yeah. enough, man, <laughs> I had never got to the platform yet. She was up commenting on my shoes. And so uh, I love that. Right. I, I love that. But I, I don't know. Maybe paid 60 bucks for well, those shoes. Well, I know shoes. where you buy your shoes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I didn't think you would pay more than that for them. Mm-mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I have to really like them to pay that for them. And so here's what I was getting. I, I got off track. I'm bad about going, oh, you like them? I only paid 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, you like this shirt? I got it at Goodwill. It's new with tags, mm-hmm. but is it the Goodwill? Yeah. Or I went to, oh, I found it on the clearance rack at Marshall's. Mm-hmm. My wife tells me, and I think she's correct, that's also a form of pride. Mm. Yeah. yeah, just justifying. This is how yeah. little I paid for right. this. This right. is how little I paid for this. Yeah. When... You know, it really shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yes, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think when I when I'm looking at this, Doctor D, 
that it gets to me it gets back to the health and wealth prosperity gospel yeah the name it and claim it nab it and grab it gospel yeah um, because most of these fellows that we're talking about most of them uh, tend to lean that way more in a in a prosperity gospel yes. direction and and also called the word of faith yeah right, right right and and that's where I have I guess more of a problem than anything because it's a doctrinal issue yeah you know when Kenneth Copeland and I'll just go ahead and throw that name out there when Kenneth Copeland says when I read the Bible and it says I am I smile and say I am too. I mean, when you when you can watch that on YouTube, him him saying that yeah. and other things, and this little God doctrine, yeah. you know that that they espouse. I mean, it, it's just it's blasphemy. Yeah, and uh, and and there's. I think so it's okay to mention that guy's name because he's. I've seen even people use the word demonic yes. with that guy. Have you yeah. seen him do the holy laugh? Uh, the holy laugh, and when he's cursing COVID, uh, I, I mean, just uh, it is. It I, is I, I'm going. Are there people really? And they are. I yeah, they made him a multi, yeah. multi million. Right. Yeah, and you and you look again at his net worth: three hundred mm-hmm. million, five hundred yeah. million, yeah. half a billion. I mean, you know, and it's just. Um, I mean, Creflo Dollar said um, a spiritual being possesses the nature of God. And we have the ability to think things and speak things into existence just like God did. Wow. You know, I mean, to think and to speak things yeah. into existence. I promise um, you it doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not have that new mid-engine Corvette. <laughs> but I have to say, I did not try speaking it into right. an existence. Exactly. And right. I'm afraid to do yeah. that. Yeah, I would I'm be afraid very to do that. afraid as well. And so... To me, uh, and we could do a whole episode really on Word of Faith. Yeah, we could. Uh, we probably will. Yeah, because um, of speaking things into existence, this uh, little God uh, doctrine that they have, this, you know, controlling the weather. Mm-hmm. Gloria uh, said, Copeland said that, that Ken, Kenneth is the one that controls the weather in their house. And she looked at their congregation and said, you control the weather. You control the weather. She just meant atmosphere by that, how things feel, right? No. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be great if that's what she said? No. Uh, no she was saying, you tell the tornado to go away. Wow, uh, meteorological right. exactly. atmosphere in Exactly. Your home. So our question is, you know, uh, should they be held responsible for these natural disasters, you know, if they control mm. it, actually? And so, I mean, there's just so much uh, there. You know, Jesse Duplantis said, God, ask me for my opinion. Uh, you know, I, I just don't think an omniscient God needs the opinion of a Jesse Duplantis. And and I guess these people either prey upon not everyone hearing what they say mm-hmm. or some of the people being so biblically illiterate right. that they can accept that. Exactly. And, you know, and there is some instance in... Uh, culture and even in our culture was true in the culture of jesus day as Mm -hmm. well if a person has that kind of wealth then they've been blessed by god because they have lived a good life they're a righteous person right that sort of thing so they're looking at that and displaying that in front of those Mm -hmm. people saying if you were as righteous as i am then you could have what i have as well Mm -hmm. but let's talk about wealth in the bible uh it's all through there Mm -hmm. i 
I remember, uh, of course, the wealthiest person probably to ever live was Solomon. Right. And he didn't ask for wealth. If mm-hmm. you remember, he asked for wisdom. He did. Yeah. And God said, I like that prayer. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, because you've asked for wisdom and not wealth, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you both. Yes. And yeah. he ended up with both. Right. But let me just tell you, uh, it ruined him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you can read in Second Chronicles about all that he had. Yeah. And and I agree with you. I mean, it did. It, it absolutely uh Solomon his life began in such an incredible way. Yes. Ended in such an incredible way. Yeah. Uh, one of our mutual friends in his office there's a plaque that says remember Solomon. Uh just for that very yeah. truth right there, yeah. you know, to watch the downfall and make sure that it doesn't happen in our lives. You start it just beautifully end in a train wreck, yeah, right? I mean, exactly. just a dumpster fire, dumpster fire, and so, but yeah, that uh, that took care of him, and it was a lot attributed to the wealth that he had. But God gave him that wealth. Yes, yes. And let us say that much of the ministry of Jesus was supported by wealthy patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Judas who kept the purse strings, but right. they weren't working. Right. Exactly. I mean, they were working their their purpose, mm-hmm. and they were doing God's will. But they weren't nine to five in it. Yes, yeah. at all. Uh, Paul, mm-hmm. while Paul did work mm-hmm. some as a tent maker, mm-hmm. I'm not sure he did it till the till he was. I mean, I know he's doing ways in prison in Rome yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. So he he didn't do it always, and if he did, it was probably part time. Right. Uh, but he had wealthy patrons, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I believe that God does give wealth to people. It did to Solomon. We mm-hmm. know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some of the prophets, by the way, they lived and the things that they did and the access they had to kings and that mm-hmm. sort of thing probably didn't hurt for you know anything they ever needed. And wealth is not always by counting Benjamins. Sometimes it's, mm-hmm. you know, how many oxen do you have or right, how, right. What, what's your storehouse of food and yes. places like that. Yes. So uh, I'm I think the old adage that you have to be poor to be righteous is wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that at all. Mm-hmm. I thank God for a lot of the people who were more well healed than I during the years I was a pastor mm-hmm. who were able to help us do yes. just really good things mm-hmm. in the community and around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm sure that the my my pastor, Pastor Caesar, who six succeeded me is yes. right, right? Yeah. Not yeah. I preceded him, exactly. he succeeded me. Yes. Um is is reaping those same benefits from those mm-hmm. people and even more that give and I know that you have folks in your church that mm-hmm. help you out yes. more than others are able. Right. Others would if they could, right. but they can't, so they do. Mm-hmm. And um I I never have preached evil against people who have made good money honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a wonderful gift of God. Mm-hmm. I think it's not necessarily because of their righteousness, that's not mm-hmm. it, but it's because he gives to those he knows is going to help Yes. Other folks. Right, right. And, and so I don't want anyone to hear this conversation saying, well, Brother T and Dr. D think that people with money are evil. They're not. Oh, oh no. There's some really good folks, yes. and they have necessarily been so mm-hmm. to get the, the, the work of God. And not, mm-hmm. you know, work of God in a broad sense. I mean, really good things. Uh, our child went to St. Jude, mm-hmm. and some people I know give great deals of money to St. Jude, and it mm-hmm. is a wonderful cause. I mm-hmm. mean, as a family who were helped by that. I tell you, it's it's a wonderful cause to give yes, to. Yes, I mean, some of the most wealthy people that we know are some of the most generous people that we know. Yes, they are. You know, uh, conversely, some wealthy folks 
Uh, the reason they're, man. Yeah, the reason they're wealthy is because <laughs> they hold on to every dime. Yeah, and that's you know? how I was taught as a kid. Not only they held on every dime, but they stomped on people to get their dimes. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, they held it. They were uh, they were scrooges. Yes, and, and uh, so they hurt people to get money, mm-hmm. and then they didn't do anything constructive with right. that money. They just hoarded it up, and that is that to me that that's like the description of evil. That's, that's mm-hmm. horrible in order to do so. But mm-hmm. so let's just say up front, it's not that. Yeah. whether or not money or things cause you to be good or bad. Mm-hmm. But we do get to that place where a person has, let's say, a, and we all have a visible pulpit to some degree mm-hmm. or another, even if you're not in ministry. Right. If you are a believer, particularly, people are watching your life. Mm-hmm. And so Paul would talk about how sometimes he would refrain from certain activities because it would disqualify him before certain people. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, he said, I'll become all things to, to all men, right? Mm-hmm. So that I might win some. Yes. And so he was willing to kind of change jackets to 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 make sure that what he did did not, I don't say disqualify him, but hurt mm-hmm. his testimony before certain people. Yeah. And I, I will say that some of these guys own uh, on this website and other websites that identify these things, are hurting, um, hurting themselves, mm-hmm. and it's more than just people out there who are trying to just be critical. Mm-hmm. It's people like me that go, man, I that, that kind of bothers me just right, a little bit. Right, right. Um, I, I don't know if now I can tell somebody, yeah, go watch that guy or mm-hmm. whatever, because if they're going to see and recognize those pair mm-hmm. of shoes, mm-hmm. they're, they're, it's immediately going to be something that they are going to hold against them. Yeah, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but... To me, again, Dr. D, it gets back to doctrine um, because there are those uh, that have uh, money, you know, um, that are on television yeah. that both of us watch and we would direct people to. Um, and it, their doctrine is straight, it, you know, um, and uh, because of that, I, I don't think they are, I mean, they live in nice homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wear nice clothes. Um, but it, the motivation of their heart, uh, you know, money is not the passion of their life, um, and, but their doctrine is right, it seems. Yeah. Um, and so to me, it just gets back to that because, again, a lot of these guys, um, you know, uh, it, it, you see that, but then right behind that is this prosperity gospel. Yeah. And, and so that's where I guess I have the contention in my own life for this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have no problem with these guys making making a good living, especially um, as their ministry has grown. They have more responsibilities, right. more people on staff, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. No, no issue there. But uh, I obviously, come on, let's take this guy. Which, by the way, I saw a podcast the day that just made me really mad. That was talking down about my man Billy Graham. Mm, yeah. Did wow? Did people really get saved who went to Billy Graham Crusades? Because oh, cool. did he really understand the gospel? Oh my goodness! This is, yeah, oh, you, you imagine goodness. where this came from, right? Uh, and I just ah, oh, I thought this you dude mm-hmm. sitting in this little closet yeah. spouting your venom about right. God's chosen mm-hmm. who you know really did some wonderful mm-hmm. things and kept himself pure right. through this entire time. Mm-hmm. Now Billy had some money; he did millions. Yeah, uh, and and lived. In a very nice home mm-hmm. in uh, North Carolina, right, and um, never lacked for anything, right. But here's the deal: 
you would never look at that man and go, I can't listen to him. Look what he's wearing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, look at those shoes. Mm-hmm. That I got a picture here. Of one guy who was one of the ministers holding his shoe up in the aisle of the airplane so people could see oh, the goodness. shoes he's wearing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, something tells me that he is a health and wealth kind of guy. Probably so. Okay, all right. I mean, uh, probably so. Yeah, I think some of these guys don't. They don't. You, you'll hear it in their preaching. Right. They won't necessarily yeah. espouse that as one of their doctrines. Right. I mean, again, David Jeremiah. You know, he is a multimillionaire. Yeah. Charles Stanley is yeah. a multimillionaire. You know, but their doctrine um, is pretty is solid. Yeah. You know, and so. Um, I just think it goes back in many ways to that in my heart. Yeah. Uh, because it's the motivation. They, as I said a moment ago, the passion of their life does not seem to be, of course, finances. Mm-hmm. It's the preaching of the gospel. It's the truth of the gospel. And, and so they're not flashy mm-hmm. uh, because that's not uh, the direction of their life. And, you know, there's one thing that uh, I can I keep getting convicted of and and. Uh, this is it is the scripture that says, you know, you know, you want to remove the speck out of another man's eyes mm. when you've got a plank in yours. Exactly. exactly. And so I think before you say anything, and I was very careful in this conversation, you got to make sure that you also aren't, you know, doing something to uh, obscure right. or deny the problems mm. that you have. And so, uh, yeah, I, I've never. Let me just say, I've never had this problem spending too much on shoes. Yeah, yes, it's never, never been an issue, brother. <laughs> never been an issue. Yes, but uh, maybe I have sp- spent too much on a car, mm-hmm. or too much on a boat, mm-hmm. or you know, something like that. Some right. toy that was well, cars are necessary to some degree in our culture, mm-hmm. but you know, some more than what I should have bought, mm-hmm. more often than I should have bought them. Right. That people would look at those as well. So I'm, I have to be careful mm-hmm. as to what I say, but. Um, I think where it comes down, brother, is uh, Jesus has this man who comes up to him. Yeah. And he is, I don't know how we know he's wealthy, but we know he's wealthy. Mm -hmm. Scripture says he's wealthy, right? We call him the rich young ruler. Yes, yes. And uh, he wants to follow after Jesus. He wants Mm -hmm. to be one of his disciples that travel with him. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he begins to espouse to Jesus his resume. And his resume is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Man, he's never messed up. Right. He's never met. And God doesn't even, uh, God in the person of Jesus Christ doesn't ever call his hand on it. Yeah. It is, oh, no, you're lying. You did, I, I remember when you told a, you know, yeah. a lie in fifth grade or whatever it was. Right. He, Jesus did not even deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus said, did he say you said well? Um, I think he said you said well, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here. Uh, Maybe I'm just thinking about Mary Martha there, yeah. somewhere along mm-hmm. that line. He said, but he didn't rebuke him mm-hmm. for having lived a good life. Mm-hmm. But what he did say is, um, "Hey, you lack, you lack one thing. Mm-hmm. Go and sell all that you have, give it to the poor, then you can come follow me." Right. And I, I've always wanted to. Uh, I used this in a message a week ago Sunday, and I, I just want to make sure people know Jesus wasn't saying you lack one thing. You need to be poor. Mm-hmm. That's not what he said. No. Something in his life was lacking mm-hmm. that those riches right. were were causing him to not be able to follow after mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
probably lack of humility. Right. Any person walk up to the Son of God and go, I'm a perfect person. Mm-hmm. Probably a lack of humility, a very prideful yes. type person. Yes. And and so here's what I, I think. This is my interpretation of the text. Jesus is saying, so you've got a lot of pride because you have a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And you think those things are there because you're a good person and you follow mm-hmm. after God mm-hmm. and you've kept his commandments. Let me just right. tell you, that has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So that's keeping you from where you need to be. Right. So you lack this thing. Go get rid of those things because mm-hmm. they are a source of pride for you. Mm-hmm. Give those to the poor. Now come and follow after me. Mm-hmm. You need to have your heart right, in other words. Right. It doesn't mean someone with things can't follow after Jesus, mm-hmm. but someone who has those things that hurt Mm -hmm. their walk with Jesus or those things that they have that build them up with pride. And once again, if you're wearing shoes that cost that Mm -hmm. kind of money and you're flaunting them before people, Mm -hmm. I just got to say, I, I, I would have pride involved. Yes. I would have, it would hinder my walk. Yes. Yes. I think Dr. D, when you look at this, you know, and we just honestly um, look at it deeply all Americans compared to the majority of this world are wealthy. Yeah. If you have a car, if you have food in your pantry, yeah. you know, if you live on more than $3 a day, you know, I mean, compared to the world, we are wealthy. And, um, and so it is this, this topic, uh, when is too much, too much? Yeah. You know, it, it's uh, it, there's such a fine line there, I think. Uh, because we have, as Americans, we have so much. Yeah. We also have something else they don't have, debt. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, and, and right. I, I've used that very same argument, mm-hmm. and I agree with it. The one thing that we have to add is mm-hmm. those people don't worry like that we worry. No, no. Uh, they don't have the cash we have. They don't have the homes we have. Mm-hmm. They also don't have the debt we no. have. They no. don't owe anyone no. anything. No. And so there's a lot of freedom in that mm-hmm. as well. Sure, they don't have a lot, but they never, right. they never borrowed a lot either. Right. That what right. they have is pretty much either what they constructed mm-hmm. or bought through the work of their hands, and not through some future payment that they yes. owe somebody. That's why right. when you go out in the middle of nowhere uh, to preach, and before you get to that small church, you hear the singing and the joy in their hearts. Because I mean, the, there's a great freedom. Yes. In that, yeah. there really, really is. Yeah. And um, and so I agree with that completely. I think that, prob- you know, we, we're talking through this thing, and I, I have a little better handle on it than I did even before we talked about it. Um, obviously, it's going to have to be a personal thing between you yes. and God. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that a healthy thing would be, say, God, if, you know, if there's something in my life mm-hmm. that either, that, listen, either hindering my walking in such a way as to be salt and light in this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's causing, not the not the evil one, but genuinely seeking people, mm-hmm. people who are going to be hurt by this, uh, then you reveal that to me. Yes, I want to deal with that, right? Because I don't want anything to stand in between. Mm-hmm. And, and Lord, if there's anything I'm unwilling to give up mm. to follow you, mm-hmm. rich young ruler. Yes, anything yeah. I'm unwilling to give up to follow. You, to you. Let me just go ahead and give it to you now. Yes. Let me just yep. go ahead and get you reveal that to me, and I will mm-hmm. do. It. And I and I don't mean to feel guilty, and all of a sudden start running things through your mind. Well, that's mm-hmm. probably what he wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't mistake God's voice when He speaks. He'll tell right. you that right. you don't need that thing. Yeah, that's hurting you, not helping yep. you, type thing. And so you need to 
you need to sell it, you need to give it away, whatever it is that you need to do. That, that obedience right there, mm-hmm. saying, God, I come clean right now. Yeah. Yes, I do live in a culture where there's lots of stuff, mm-hmm. and I've had access to stuff, and mm-hmm. I've made decent money, mm-hmm. and I've bought some of the things. I've put some of these things on time, right. whatever it is. But I want a clean slate with you. You let me mm-hmm. know. And I, I just honestly believe if you come to the Lord that way, it's almost as the scripture that says, if any man lacks wisdom, let mm-hmm. him ask of God. Yes. And uh, he'll give it to you cheerfully, yes, bountifully, without yes. reproach. Right. You know, he'll tell you. Yeah. If you exactly. be honest right. about it. To me, it's the two C's, and it's are you content? Right. You know, are truly are you content with where you are, what you have, and then do you compare yourself? Yeah. You know, when that's where I get, or we can get into trouble, yeah. is when we compare ourselves to other people. Exactly. You know, our, our churches to other pastors, our homes to other homes. You know, and that's just a dangerous road to go down. Yeah. Would you? Can I ask you this? Sure. Uh, uh, those are pretty sweet looking tissues for nine hundred sixty five dollars. Yeah, they are. That Mister Furtick has on his feet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mister <laughs> yes. Furtick has on his feet. Uh huh. What if somebody walked up to you and said, "Pastor, I love you," and God said, "Give me, I want to give you these tennis shoes." Would you accept them? Would you wear them out where everyone can see that knows that those are? If you did, would you start the message by going, hey, everybody, I noticed you might be looking at my shoes, and I know they're very expensive, but brother so-and-so gave these to me. I appreciate him so much. Mm. How would you deal with that? Boy, that is a great question. Yeah, I just want to I just want to clear that question. out because this watch I have in my hand is yeah. an expensive watch. Yeah. It was given to me at my 20th anniversary mm-hmm. as pastor of the church, mm-hmm. and the group of friends got together and got me a nicer watch at yeah. my at, at my retirement Right. That, that's much more expensive than this watch. I have huh. two really nice watches, and I wear them all the time. I love yeah. them, uh, but I didn't pay for either one of them. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you how do you deal with it? Uh, uh, that's a, I mean that's honestly a great question. Number one, I, I put you on the spot, a, didn't yeah, I, brother? You did. I, I've never worn tennis shoes as I preach. You know, uh, that's right. So I, yeah, I, I think, could. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm I just, preaching at your church on the twenty second. Still, are you going to wear tennis shoes? Do you, I'm just going to ask you. What do you think? Yeah, I mean that'd be okay. That'd be okay. <laughs> Would I be invited back? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't wear the shorts you have on right now. <laughs> I have never worn shorts in the pulpit. I've worn jeans many times, but never shorts. Yeah, these short, these are pretty loud shorts, yeah, too, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're, They're loud. Pretty, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You know, I, I don't. Uh, I don't think I would honestly explain it away. You know. Um, I just, uh, if I felt like I wanted to wear those, I guess I would wear them. Um, I have had folks uh, buy, uh, you know, suits. Yeah. Joseph A. You Bank. Got some, you got some cool yeah, suits. Yeah. yeah. Joseph A. Bank. And when I wore those Joseph A. Bank, I never, I didn't pay for them. Um, and, but yet I did not get up and say, hey, listen, you know, so and so, or these were a gift. You know, yeah. I, I didn't feel that I, I needed to do that. Okay. And so I guess my uh, answer would be no. I, I wouldn't explain it away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Would you? See, I, I, I'm a little surprised that you're, other than I don't know that how many people can recognize an expensive suit. From, I yeah. mean, how they hang. You and I know because we've yeah. worn both. Right. I've worn cheap right. shoots, not, suits and I've worn nice yeah. suits. Right. And uh, you can tell by the way they fit your body. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's, you it's, can. A, yeah. it's a huge difference if there's right. any tailoring going on or yeah. not. But the part where we are similar is we both grew up poor. Yes. And uh, maybe your dad taught you something different than my dad. My mm-hmm. dad 
pretty much indicated that anyone who was wealthy got there through dishonest means. If somebody came knocking at your door, wanted Mm -hmm. to sell you something, you closed the windows, turned the Mm -hmm. lights off, acted like you weren't Mm -hmm. home. And I still struggle with that today. See, my dad was a salesman. See, I think salesman probably is a more healthy way to look at things. My dad worked as a blue-collar worker, machinist, come Mm -hmm. home grungy, dirty, Mm -hmm. smelling bad, still shaving his in his hands every day, Mm -hmm. and felt like anybody who dressed up to go to work that didn't really work. Right. They, you know, mm-hmm. they weren't really working, and they mm-hmm. were taking your money. Yeah. And, and again, Dad never had one of those talks about anything. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't have those father to son mm-hmm. talks. Dad just made a living. He provided well for his family, mm-hmm. what he could, and that was it. You right. know, we didn't have right. father and sons. So I just learned by his life yeah. by how he acted around those kinds of people. So mm-hmm. I think maybe it goes beyond our Christian mm-hmm. belief system to our cultural heritage. Yeah, I agree. I think so. So I, so I, really I might do. be convicted of some things that you are not. Yes. And I think that's okay. Yeah, I, I think do that's too. good. Yeah. I think that's where he who knows to do right and doesn't do it, to yeah. him it is sin. Sin. Yes, I and, agree. And so uh, maybe God can help us to unpack some of those things, say what really is pleasing or displeasing to him, mm-hmm. and how much are we just baggage we carry with us. Yes, yes. Yeah. Good Good thought, good thought. I don't think we answered anything, but, no, uh, but well, uh, no, man, this no. is a good conversation. Yeah, you no. helped me out a lot. Thank you for right. uh talking through this thing yeah i enjoyed it i very much did so uh send us pictures of your tennis shoes (laughs) (laughs) kendukan57 at gmail.com pastor tony l wilson at yahoo and we love to hear your recommendation we still have a recommendation of a topic that someone sent to us and we're going to get on it here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But uh, you brought up a good one today and we'll, right. we've got some great things coming. I'm glad you guys listen. A lot of you guys tell us that. You walk and listen to us. You can quote us, which uh-huh. I love. It scares uh-huh. me sometimes. Yes. People say, hey, remember what you said about this? <laughs> and I can't remember yesterday. So, uh, but we appreciate the guys that you like this podcast. Tell somebody about it. Review it. You know, say something nice about it on your podcast can platform. I, can, I, can, I, can I mention this? Absolutely. My shoe size is 10. I just want to throw that out there, just in case anyone, you know. Yes. Yeah. And what was it called, Little Buddies? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they still sell those? I don't want any buddies. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want any buddies. <laughs> I'm slightly more man than you are, 10 and a half. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've shrunk from an 11. <laughs> Guys, have a great week.